Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Thank You Frequency podcast. Or welcome back, if you have been here before. This is the Thank You Frequency podcast, where we discuss spirituality, religion, law of attraction, manifestation, I'm sorry, excuse me, and the like. I'm Katrina Lawson, and with me is Creed, and... Um, in our last episode, we went on a field trip to a metaphysical bookstore and um, discussed that. We also talked about a wishing machine and we said we would update you guys about it, but I haven't received my wishing machine yet. So it's still in the mail. So we're probably going to talk about that in the middle of April. Um, as soon as, you know, um, I get it and I do a little bit with it, then I'll be able to kind of report my findings to you all. But in lieu of that, Creed is going to talk to us a little bit about the wishing machine because um, we said we would talk about it, you know, in this episode. So we want to kind of give you guys a little something to so um, you don't have to go out and buy one right away. <laughs> okay. A wishing machine. Hello, everyone. This is Creed. A wishing machine is actually a mind-powered device. Traditionally, it's called a radionics box. And it's a box and it has four to six knobs on it. You, It's powered by intention. You don't plug it into anything. It's your intention. It usually has a space for you to write down what you're wishing for or what your intention is. You write it in that space, and then you begin to turn the knobs. After you input the wish, you turn the knobs and tune it to the transmission of your intention. And that goes out into the universe and back into your life, into fruition. It is so amazing. There are so many testimonials about The wishing machine. Now, there are all different kinds of wishing machines. They're made by different people. You can make your own wishing machine. The one that I gifted to Katrina is actually by Dr. Mulder. And I bought it on joshuapwarren.com. Joshua P. Warren, he doesn't make the machine, but he's kind of... a spokesperson for the wishing machine and you can go on his site and um, see all the testimonials. Also, he has a podcast talking about the wishing machine and also all sorts of metaphysical um, metaphysical experiences and metaphysical machines because he not only talks about the wishing machine, but other machines also. So we are expecting that sometime mid-April and we will let you guys know how it happened. But while we're talking about metaphysics, we want to talk to you guys about automatic writing. Before we get into that, I want to ask you a question. So okay. I, I, I looked up the definition of radionics and sort of, well, I don't know about definition. I looked up something about it and the the that what I kind of came to the conclusion of it's um, I guess a system, some sort of system that claims to heal with a kind of um, energy similar to radio waves. Yes. 
so it's frequent. Okay, it's a form of some people also frequency. call it frequency healing. You can also use it for healing, not just for wishing, but for healing. Um, energy healers would tell you that, let's say, cancer. Cancer has a frequency, right? So now if it has a frequency then for cancer, then there is also a health frequency or an anti-cancer frequency. So you want to tune into that and tune away from the frequency of cancer so that you could also use the box for healing. Okay. It's not just for quote unquote wishing. It's also used for healing. Okay. I think they should call it a healing machine or something else besides wishing, but I digress. I guess they call it, you said a radionics machine too, or they call it a radionics what? They would call it a radionics box. Box, radionics box. Yeah, I think that might be a better name, but I don't know. Wishing machine might not be bad. I guess you could say, you know what? I really want this Ferrari yellow. (laughs) Put this frequency out just to test it, you know, not that I want a Ferrari, but (laughs) there may be something somebody wants out there. Okay, I'm sorry I interrupted you. I just I just had that one quick question. Okay. No, that's fine. Like I said, now we're talking about automatic writing. What is automatic writing? Automatic writing is also called psychography. It's writing that's produced involuntarily by the subject. Um in the can I express this? Okay, so let's say that you're sitting, you have a pen or a pencil, whatever you would like to use, and you have grounded yourself, whether that's through prayer or meditation, maybe deep breathing, and now you are totally relaxed, and you just surrender, just surrender to the automatic writing now some people are call it channeling if you would like to channel maybe your higher self or whoever you call source whether that's angels or um ancestors maybe and you allow your hand to write automatically so you need to be in a relaxed state. Some people call it trance. I'm going to say relaxed state. Now, the writings could be words. They could just seem like scribbles. They could be pictures, just however they would like to transmit to you. I would say maybe the first, second, maybe even the third time, um, you might not be able to interpret what the writings are because you're just getting started so I want everyone to be patient with yourself when you're doing this but I would say by the fourth time you should be in that state and be able to transmit your writing um I've actually been doing this since I was a child and I at that time I didn't know it was called automatic writing but Um, Now, as an adult, I realize that this is automatic writing, but you can get answers to all kinds of questions or maybe even numbers for those of you to play the lotto. (laughs) You can get numbers, but this is, it's very helpful. Uh, 
along your metaphysical journey. This is just another tool that we're using to help us in this life along our individual paths. Did you have any questions about? I guess sort of, I mean, what would be the purpose of it? I like, are you, if you, I guess if it, it's hard for me to ask this question because I'm trying to figure out how to specifically um, ask, is it just to get closer to your inner self? Is it for something specific? Should you have a thought? Because if it's automatic, I would imagine you don't really want to have something you're thinking about. Like with a wishing machine, you want to have an intention of something. Whereas automatic writing... I'm not quite understanding the motive. It could work both ways. Maybe you have something specific or you could just say, is there something that something I need to be doing in my life or do my ancestors have a message for me? You know, or it could be something very specific. I feel like in that, once you have grounded yourself and you're in you feel protected because you do need to protect yourself from lower frequencies. So you are protected and you're grounded yourself. Then it's like, okay, if you're just open to whatever comes through, then you could do that. Or if you have a specific question, you can get a specific answer. Cause some people ask yes or no questions. I've never done that, but some people ask yes or no questions so you can get those answered I want to say it's according to your yielding like I said earlier your surrender to yourself and just opening up to the possibilities you know if that makes sense so how would somebody so can you give me an example of a and not that everyone has to do this everybody can find their own way I'm sure to do it but how would you do a setup? Like you said, you know, you want to protect yourself. You want to be grounded. What if someone doesn't really know what that means? Like, can you kind of maybe explain what someone's setup might be in order to even start the process of trying to do this? And not that they have to do it this way, but just an example so they understand what what they need to do to even maybe start something like this. So a very simple elementary example, I would say, would be to first relax. Like I said, if you pray, you can say a prayer. Um, If you meditate, then meditate. I would use the white light because I feel like that's something very general. Just imagine a white light and like a dome or a bubble coming over yourself. And that white light and you inside of it, you are totally protected from any lower frequencies, whatever that means to you, any lower frequencies, nothing can harm you, that you are safe in that white light, in that protective shield. Once you feel that and you feel safe and you're secure in that, You're going to take your pen or whatever writing utensil you use and your paper. Now, you're not going to lift your hand off of the paper. Once you put that pen to paper, you just leave it there. I would begin to move my wrist just to loosen it. Just loosen it 
to make sure that, you know, you're relaxed. And then if you set your intention, if that is a question, ask your question. If it's not and you're just open, then allow it. Some people say that their arm begins to feel very heavy. Some people say they feel like they're tingling. For me, I feel very light, like all over light. Mm. But some people say their their physical arm feels heavy and then it begins to move or they feel a tingling in their fingers and then their hand begins to move. Now you can help yourself by loosening your wrist, just moving back and forth, back and forth, making very long strokes. The most, the thing that people report the most is making the figure eight or the infinity sign. And that's fine. So you begin to move your wrist and then you just allow, just allow it to happen. And for however long, if it's two minutes, if it's 10 minutes, you just allow that to happen. Now, I close my eyes. You don't have to close your eyes, but I close my eyes. And I'm going to tell you, I have never written a word. My All of my writings have been either pictures or symbols, and I interpret them what they mean to me. Now, with let's say if you have a picture or a symbol, I would wait to interpret it. I would wait at least a day to interpret it. But if it is a word, I mean, you know right away what it is. So I want to say all roads lead back to you. All roads lead back to you. So once you feel safe and you have asked your question or set your intention, just allow it to happen. And it's okay. (laughs) Just allow it. This is just a tool, like I said, that we're using along this path and each one of us has an individual path when you when you say wait a day do you mean like okay Mm -hmm. don't look at it like close up that notebook and then look at it the next day or do you mean like you see it but don't put too much thought into it and then wait a day and go back and look at it you can you can look at it that day I wouldn't try to interpret that day if it was my first time doing it I wouldn't try to interpret that day because I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself to see what it is and just wait till the next day when you're relaxed and then look at it and how and just receive that interpretation okay how often do you um automate do automatic writing I did it today And I haven't done it in a very long time. But I would say just as you feel the need to do it, maybe once a month, I think it's probably pretty regular once a month. But if you feel like you need to do it more than that, then that's fine, especially in the beginning when you're getting used to being grounded and that allowing and that surrender. So maybe you might do it twice a week in the very beginning just to get used to it but it's not something you have to do every day or even that you have to do you know once you get used to it it's just however you know if you feel you need to do it then go ahead and do it and you personally about how long do you like I I would imagine you time it but um or maybe someone starting may want to do a timer for two minutes I don't know Mm -hmm. but for you about how long do you think you're doing it or are you so transed out that that, 
that's not even probably a term, but you know, are do you know how long it is that you're doing the writing? Today, when I did it, I would say that I did it for about 10 minutes. Now, it wasn't 10 just consecutive minutes. I started and then I stopped for a second. Like I said, I closed my eyes. So my eyes are closed and then I just allow it. And then I started back and I stopped and I started back. And it was over two pages um, worth of transmissions. So for me, like I said, today was 10 minutes. And I feel like that's pretty, that's probably average. But if you do it for two minutes, then it's just two minutes. Do you mind, do you mind sharing or do you have anything you could share with us that maybe even like when you were a kid, something that maybe came out of it that you were able to interpret or something that maybe it helped you with? Well, today I drew a face and this face um it just has a a level of comfort to me I can't say it was a person because I'm not an artist like oh this was this person's face but in my surrender to it and just drawing that face and it is a smiling face I was actually just speaking with or transmitting from my ancestors so I started out with the figure eight, which is something um, to me that infinity sign is is just like a go. That's a green light for me personally. Like, okay, we're here, let's do it. And then as I just began to write and write and write, it at first it didn't look like anything. When I finished and I looked back at it, it didn't look like anything. I actually had to turn the paper to the side because it was upright. Mm. And I'm like, wow, I didn't get anything. Mm. I got the eight and I was feeling good. Like, okay, I got the eight. And I was like, but what is all this other stuff? And it wasn't anything seemingly at first. It wasn't until I turned the paper to the side that I saw that it was a smiling face with these big doe eyes. And once again, that was a sign to me from my ancestors, just a reassurance to me, like, we're smiling, we're happy, we're here with you. Like, yes, this is us. So that's what I got out of my automatic writing today. Anything like in the past that maybe might have happened that you got? Nothing that I can think of right now. Like I said, I've never actually written words. They've always been pictures. They've always been symbols. Um, Just little things to help me along the way. But know that you can receive words. You can receive yes and no answers. And I I guess if it's symbols, if it's pictures, if it's words, I guess you're, you're getting something. So, okay. Yes. I don't know if that's something I will try automatic writing, but <laughs> only because um, if a pen is in my hand, I'm very mindful of it. And it's, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I guess I would have to really get into a zone or Zen, get zoned out or something, you know, in order to try it. But if I do, I will let you and the listeners know that I tried that out. Well, think about it like, as artistry, like an artist when they're painting how it might look like they're just throwing paint. And then when it's all over, it's just a beautiful tapestry. Mm. Think of it like mm-hmm. that. You know, it might start out and it's like nothing. And then voila. Right. Hey, right. Voila. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. 
That sounds very interesting. Yeah. That it, it, That is very interesting. Because I'd imagine probably some creative people or artistic people um, oh, definitely. that might be good for them to, to zone out that way. And or someone who has writer's block, things like that, it probably yes. could be helpful for them, too. Yeah. Okay. Definitely writers use it. And it's sometimes you can feel that impression on the inside. So maybe you're not going to write out what it is you need to do but have that impression or like you mentioned writer's block that it could clear up the writer's block just from that surrendering you know that that relaxation that grounding because maybe that's what you needed to do maybe you just needed to do the deep breathing the grounding to get rid of the writer's block and you didn't realize it and now the automatic writing has helped you to be able to move forward. So maybe it wasn't necessarily in the physical writing, but you still received the benefit. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. That is awesome. I like it. I like it. You've enlightened me today, as usual. That's why we have this podcast, so we can talk about these things on air, because I'm sure there's other people who have not heard of that before. So hopefully um, that gives them an understanding of different tools to help them in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me think about something. Um, I talked to a friend the day before yesterday. Um, I, I found out someone I used to sort of work with in passing passed away. And so someone who worked under him, um, I don't, I don't know exactly their relationship. I don't think they got along very, you know, very well, but I called her to check on her because, you know, that had to be pretty devastating. And the whole point of me bringing this up is it's, it's important for us to um, try to be there for others when they're experiencing a death. And sometimes you, you know, people call and say, Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Or, you know, in her case where, people knew she worked for him they just called and we were like oh um so what happened how how did he die what happened you know and she was telling me you know people are insensitive and I was explaining to her that people don't mean to be insensitive if these people know your relationship with him they probably felt like you know it's just another thing to them it it's not like they didn't feel like you were close to him or they were. So it was just a, a news story, you know, to them. And she, she was crying and upset because when I called her, I asked how she was doing. Because this is someone, you know, you may have family who live in a city 700 miles away. And people in your family pass away, you know, a cousin, an uncle, a um in-law or something who you're not that close to and so you feel you know a certain sadness but then someone who you work with daily passes away and it's a deeper pain and and she couldn't understand why she was feeling this way she said she didn't know if it was guilt if it was sadness she said she she's trying to figure out how to grieve and I told her don't try to figure out how to grieve allow yourself to feel these feelings that one of the benefits right now of being able to work from home 
is being able to take the time to, you know, let some of those feelings out. But she says she feels like people aren't really even checking on her. They're just ready to talk about, oh, what happened to him, you know, and that kind of thing. And I just brought this up, excuse me, because I feel like we need to be mindful of how someone else may be feeling in, in the time of the death. You almost, it's better to just listen. And then, you know, if you're in a really good place of listening, you know, you'll know what to say. You'll know how to be there for them. And it can be pretty tough, but it just made me think about it. You know, even with the automatic writing, you kind of get into a place where you are just there with yourself, you're present. And so when you're on the phone with someone like that or in person, if you just stay present, then you'll know, you know, how to be there for the person. You don't really necessarily have to try to do anything. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because we're talking about the whole automatic writing and that to me is it takes a skill of being present to do that yes and I just want to add to that and say what my grandmother used to tell me two ears one mouth you should listen twice as much as you talk and I think that's important that we all are good listeners and to be present as you mentioned one of my affirmations is my words are grace unto the hearers meaning that my words are very how do you say healing and that they're in the right season that they're in the right timing and I think that if we listen and we are present like you said we will know the words to say and in the right timing that they would be healing to the listener. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. So I unfortunately forgot to um, write down or have with me the definition (laughs) of metaphysical but metaphysical is our word of this month so um if you are wondering every month we're we're doing a word and it's just something for us to pay attention to that maybe we don't know much about and the reason we did metaphysical is because a lot of the discussions we're going to have are about metaphysical things but I'm going to try to paraphrase it the best I can because I I, I had that in another notebook, but it's basically um, a reality beyond what is perceptible to us or things that are not quite perceptible in our reality. It's beyond our reality. And I apologize. I will make sure that I always have the definitions. <laughs> I just happened to not have it with me today. And I didn't want to, you know, go try to find that. It's not that, not that serious. That's but okay. we will go on with the podcast thought of this podcast. Writing is the painting of the voice. Writing is the painting of the voice. And that's a quote 
by Voltaire. And that was so appropriate for today's podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that worked out. Yeah, it really did. I'm going to talk about our book review that is going to be on April 30th. And the book is Write It Down, Make It Happen by Henrietta Ann Klosser. And it's all about writing down your goals, your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, and making a plan to bring it to fruition. So this is going to be very exciting. I already know what I'm going to write down and what we will make happen. So tune in April the 30th. Thank you for listening to the Thank You Frequency Podcast. I'm Katrina. I'm Katrina. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.